back to the Scoop College Basketball Podcast presented by Hoop Scoop Media, and we are back for another episode of the podcast. And it's it's been a minute. Um, it's it's been a little bit since our last episode. Um, we're a bunch yeah. of lazy bums over here. <laughs> yeah, our our schedules never work out. Um, I always want to do a podcast, and everyone else, uh, times I want to do it, no one else is available. So we ended up having to get this one in now. In the future, I, I can't give any guarantees, but we will try to stay more on top of it. More getting to you that weekly, maybe even more going into commerce play episodes instead of like once a month. So yeah, not not a good look for us. Not a good look well, for us. But definitely not not um, beating consistent allegations. <laughs> we we are not. Um, but some platforms that we have been more consistent on is our other social media account. Specific, specifically Instagram, we've been posting a lot more there, doing some pre-conference season previews. Um, yeah, so just a reminder to follow all of our social media platforms to always stay up to date on what we're doing. At That's at Hoopscoop Media on Instagram, Twitter, may, maybe TikTok. We're uh, starting to dive into that. I haven't, that's another platform that we haven't really took advantage of yet, but we do have an account. Now we got the conference about- previews up. Now you can just post them and in video form things like yes. that um yeah yeah instagram obviously youtube as well if you're listening this on the podcast platforms um just know that we do have it on youtube as well we would appreciate you listening subscribing there but if you're on the podcast platforms we still respect that um five star reviews would be much appreciated and yeah leave comments or whatever however that works but yeah we should get into the actual college oh. basketball news this episode we're just kind of kind of giving you know, like a wide view of college basketball where it is at right now looking at a lot of where teams are headed going to conference play a lot has changed since the start of the season as always but of yeah course. but the first thing we should probably touch on was quite a shocking headline Huge news in the college basketball world today, and that is that Illinois star Terrence Shannon Jr. was charged with rape. He um he posted bail and uh is no not in jail, like not in jail at the moment, but was arrested, I believe it was earlier today or maybe yesterday. But yeah, I'm this shocked is, he was able to post bail. Like yeah, I, 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 I don't know how the legal process works like that, that but uh, <laughs> I'm not I mean He's still uh, pleading not guilty at the moment. Uh, he has not been accused, but he has been charged or something like that. He hasn't. He's not going to jail quite yet. We'll see what happens there. But so something to, to, that happened yeah. in September. Um, yeah, allegedly happened following uh, the <sighs> Illinois at Kansas football game. Uh, Shin was there not as a member of any Illinois organization. She just went to the game, and yeah. Um, quite the story when i i saw this on my twitter notifications from uh john rostein i thought it was like i thought it was like the john rostein twitter account it's been posting like random stuff and people are thinking it's actually john and i checked into it and i was just like i was shocked the check so, mark. <laughs> yeah so i mean it's obviously too early to really know what's going on like we we don't know how this is going to wind down is he going to play again this season i mean we'll see i don't not a huge i don't have a lot of knowledge of the legal process but i guess we'll see i mean 
this is not looking great. I mean, this is it's kind of a bad look on everything. Bad look on Illinois. Um, apparently, they knew about it, but like it wasn't charged. He wasn't charged until yesterday, so not not really like a terrible look on Illinois, but still not a not a this great look for anyone. Too much bad in look in college basketball yeah. as a whole. One of the top five players in the sport getting charged with rape. That's a that's a bad look, not. And it's happened twice in the same place in the same year. It happened yeah. with Arteria Mars preseason, yeah, who's yeah, made an impact on Kansas. His absence definitely has. Um, yeah, yeah. And then now in Lawrence again, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I, the Morris thing was like they're like like that wasn't a complete shocker based on his previous history. Like yeah. Shan, and I was just right blown away yeah. with uh, yeah. that. But yeah. Um. We're probably going to see Michigan fans like start taking victory laps over this because, like, obviously the admissions process they were going to get him two years ago, but hopefully they don't. That that would be that's it's yeah. They also hopefully we don't love see too, and then they lost out on him, and they would sure like him right now. Yes, I mean, they would. <laughs> uh, Doug McDaniel's been really good. Though. He's been good. Like, they could I mean, use somebody next to him, though. Definitely. Those two players. I mean, like, I'm not saying that. It was a good thing that they got rid of him, but th- that would have been interesting to see how that yeah, would have I don't know how they would worked out. This, but... but yeah, you, you definitely take him. You'd rather have who who are even uh is it Louis Amari Burnett, Jalen Llewellyn. Amari Burnett's been up. But yeah, like either way, uh you, you'd rather have Caleb Love. But also Tommy Lloyd's a significantly better coach than Juwan Howard, who Juwan Howard is staying at Michigan this season. Um there were rumors that he uh might not have been after Getting into an altercation allegedly with the strength coach. Uh, apparently didn't happen or something now. Yeah, or I don't Jay know. Rose is like, oh, nothing happened to my boy. Yeah, <laughs> I, Juwan, do, I don't think he's going to be there past this season. Like, I it don't just, either, man. This, this is getting really dry out. It'll, it might be on his own terms. Like, he might not get fired. I mean, I know he's been dealing with medical issues. He just recently started, like, actually coaching a team in game again mm-hmm. so um yeah but it, it just isn't working out after a few really good years yeah it it's does. um had his highs but now we're we're seeing the lows but michigan isn't terrible this year like he could still this team could still end up okay um, it could but i think borderline tournament be, team it's gonna take a lot honestly that they, they've started to pile up some pretty bad losses and I mean, I mean, they lost a uh, Long, Long Beach, Beach but like um, I don't remember. They lost to Florida. Um, that's not a that bad loss. Bad. Um, Indiana at home, you wanted that one. Yeah, that's not a good loss. No, um, like it's, it's not the worst thing, but like that's one when you're on the bubble that you're really gonna want. Yeah, back. that and the Long Beach one. Yeah, at home. I mean, obviously Long Beach, but yeah, yeah, yeah but they're still a decent team. Think they're doing paper, a lot better. Yeah. I just a lot don't of the teams in the conference performing to expectation. Yeah, um, definitely a little better than I thought they'd be. Though honestly, like I was really low in them, and they've been okay. Yeah, they were better than I thought they'd be when Phil Martelli was coaching them. <laughs> and the yeah, but then he was still coaching them when they kind of started to fall down. Well, that, yeah, um, the Long Beach game was kind of the start, and then after that yeah. game, that was like his last game, and. I think he was still coaching for a while, but like Juwan was still on the bench, but wasn't like actually cleared to like Yeah, no. Game. The first game Juwan came back on the bench, he got teed up and wow. 
Yeah. Michigan basketball is just a mess, man. I don't. Yeah, but it's not as much of a mess as Louisville. We should probably talk about mm-hmm. them just separately because they they're not firing Kenny Payne midseason. Which I'm interested to know what know what your thoughts are on this because like on the one hand, like they're so bad, but on the other side, like is there like really like what do you gain by firing him now? Um, what are your thoughts on like what they should do? Um, look, I I think you know it would be nice if like Louisville's board would come out and say why, but we'll never get that. Um, you know. I'm hoping it's for the reason uh, we can't gain anything from this. And they're not and wrong. I, I think it was also like they think I also heard that like the interim situation, like they don't really know what they would do there. Um, yeah, of course. I mean, who knows what the assistants so, on his staff are. They're going to be popping. Yeah, I mean, I mean they would anything. probably. Yeah, uh, it's not going to end yeah. up well. Look at what's going they, on. They could find out. I, I, I don't know where David Padgett is right now, but they could uh, <laughs> they could just call call him up. <laughs> Call him up for uh, round two. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, it's a nightmare situation over there. Um, it's he just is... unbelievable how yeah. off the, the, the tracks Louisville is right now. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, honestly, I, I the reasoning is just what matters to me. I just hope this isn't, you know, like corrupting and, oh, Kenny was supposed to be this guy. We got to give him, you know, a couple more chances and then it's going to lead to another yeah. chance. You know how the boards there, are. There's no way he's there after this year. Like, um, it just can't lead to another year. They would... They they would fire him now if this was end of the season. Like if the, oh, he's he's definitely he's he's on his way out. Um, but yeah, I just hope you know the people that hired him don't have you know they get all egotistical and think, oh, but this guy is a talent savior. Oh, we hired him for this. We hired him. For I, don't, I don't. I think everyone. I don't, I don't think anyone likes him anymore. But his press conference interviews are pretty funny. He says some wild stuff. Like it's been such a disaster. Like I remember when they lost like the exhibition games, he was talking about how like they're not gonna out talent everyone. Like that's what it's why they brought you in. And when like Tyler Johnson, like he didn't want to play because they didn't have his tights and also And then then the one guy who was in the stands and watched them lose. Yeah, yeah, Coron (laughs) Davis, like that that was that was another crazy situation. Like Arkansas State because he he was dismissed from the team and then like Kenny Payne like acted like he wasn't dismissed from team like no he's not in trouble like he, he, he and then and then you see him in the crowd and then yeah and then and then Louisville tweeted or Louisville like released that he entered the transfer portal but apparently that was not communicated because and Davis said like oh I never entered the transfer portal and then um yeah, and then they then they changed that and then said he was dismissed. Um, what a crazy needs like a reality show or something. This is it, it's getting to it's, New Mexico State level, man. It's getting, it's, it's just getting not getting New Mexico State level. It's just at least Louisville disaster, like somewhat on the court. Like obviously, I have just like the funny it's, weird stuff off the court, the court, but like this this is not getting to this is not getting to those points. There's <laughs> still there's still a while to go, but this is this is still pretty bad. Uh, this is definitely one to wor- this is like this is is this like maybe the worst hire ever that's like not like bad because of like off the court stuff like obviously New Mexico State but like that was 
Message. It's up there. <laughs> Siri was talking to me, but yeah, um, it's um, it's bad. Um, but yeah, we should talk about a few recruiting things and uh, some transfers have still been moving around. It's uh, Sus. it's like December <laughs> and two transfers have like committed recently that are playing now. One is Naquan Tomlin. Obviously, that was a big deal. He was on Kansas State. He got into some alleged incidents at a bar. Um, everyone wanted him back on the team except for the university presence, president, seemingly. So he got dismissed from the team, graduated soon after, and is headed off to Memphis. He played against Vanderbilt. Um, I, I didn't watch any of that game. Yeah. I was busy watching FAU in Arizona. A little, a little close game well, in close, itself. close for comfort um, but you know yes, Memphis yeah. always seems to have a game like that every year where they just forget um, and play down to comp so i'm just gonna leave it at that game before um, but yeah i did i didn't uh really pay attention to what tomlin did but definitely notable that he is playing after jordan brown is no longer on memphis that was a that was a disaster it's, yeah to say the least jordan brown era did not work out he was like apparently not in shape, not really yeah. fit to do what Memphis does. But um, then why did yeah, they so it, film? <laughs> I mean, that's I don't know. why I'm um, a little probably probably a little bit on both ends. Because like, if you because... watch Jordan Brown of Louisiana, he's not an up and down big. Like you could even tell that. Like I don't, I, I don't know if it was just like we'll take him because he's he's available. He doesn't fit. He didn't. I mean, look, I was hyping him. I was, but like at the same time when he yeah. committed there, I was surprised. Like I didn't expect him there. Like, like know, Me- Mevis had money. He was available. He's good, but yeah. And did, Nick Jordan has so. been awesome. Mm-hmm. He is yes. completely broken out. He's been great. Dandridge, Dandridge has been pretty good too. No, Dandridge has always been pretty steady. I, I like Malcolm yeah. Dandridge a lot. He's physical too. He sets sets the bar on the glass. Yes. Um. Let's see. Yeah, another transfer, a little bit of a lesser one, but Tanaj Petaway, Tanaj Petway. Um. Excuse me. He committed to New Mexico State from Stony Brook, and he played in the game the day after. That's uh. That's some typical New Mexico State stuff. Even though, even though they're past like the Greg Hire stuff, that's just always been a program that does things like this. Like they'll they'll take a bunch of they're very interesting. interesting yes, yes. I, I do think Hooten is a really good coach, but like they'll, they'll do some crazy stuff. Just as a program, like over the years, like they're a little they have more lenience with taking people that with uh past not not that pet, not that Petway not trying to infer that Petway has any. Problems, legal problems in his past. Just wanted to point out the fact that he literally committed. He posted his like commitment, and the next day he was suiting up and playing game <laughs> action for them, which is, which is pretty funny. Um, Grambling State got a transfer to today um, from Northwestern State. You made Marion, a big boy edit. <laughs> Marion McDonald. I uh, yeah, I made his. I don't know if he's gonna play this year. Um, don't nice. know how that situation is working out, but still a pretty. Pretty decent addition when next year maybe. Um, he committed in December, so like I mean, if you if you're a transfer that commits in December, you're probably going to get a shout out on the podcast. Not not a lot of transfers moving here and there. I just uh, this Chats time not checkers. Come on, yes. Um, 
uh, high school, Dylan Harper finally committed to Rutgers. This one's been done for a week, a week or so now, but obviously we haven't been the best at podcasting. So, uh, but yeah, he's this is monumental, especially for Rutgers. Two top three commits in the same class. This is going to be interesting to see if this uh, turns into winning right away, how it goes. But regardless, yeah, Rutgers hasn't really, really gotten it together like I've hoped. So um, maybe next year, I think they'll just play for next year. Yeah, because next year is uh gonna be really special, I think. Yes. Um, interesting to see. Interested to see if they have like transfers around. Like, are people gonna want to play with them now that like? I think it'd be smart to get some. But also, like, how much money do you have? Um, Rutgers has. They're gonna have some age around him. Simpson will be like a junior, I think. Yeah. Has Simpson even like done anything this year? What? I haven't like. I He's haven't been heard on and off. Like he wasn't been bad, but like. Yeah, you know. I, I just haven't watched Rutgers, and I haven't heard like anything about him for. Nothing eye popping. No, I mean he's been having some questionable finishing numbers, but I he's think. he's had some games. He's had some games. He'll be better in Big Ten play, I, I think. Anyway. Yeah, just not taking like the huge step up. But he's been he's been okay, I guess. They've played an annoying non-conference, like Mississippi State's an annoying team. You yeah. don't want to see them because defensively they're very good. Um, they got out rebounded by like twenty five in that game too. So that Jimmy they need Bell. to work on that. Um, Jimmy Bell went off, fouled out Cliff pretty quick. Oh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they have a lot more issues than uh, I thought for sure. And Fernandez hasn't really been himself yet either. Yeah. So that's not good. I don't know. I I was kind of saying that this was going to happen. Well, you weren't. Well, I was. I'm, I'm disappointed in Noah. Um, yeah. They're still I not think, terrible though. I like, think they will be. They'll find themselves a little bit in conference play, especially with a lot of the middle Big Ten teams that I don't love either. So, yeah, that's it's a fair it's a fair statement. Uh, Washington got Zoom Diallo, uh, pretty pretty highly ranked recruit from Washington, four or five star. He might be a five star. He I is a not five. looking. That's always a five. Yeah. Yeah. definitely know he's pretty highly ranked. Good get for Mike Hopkins. You is in the process of saving his job right now. The renaissance is coming. <laughs> They've been having some close calls, though. Oh, you should have seen how much Seattle. I was Mike Hopkins over the years, even last year, dude. Oh, I, I mean, he, he still deserved all of it, but <laughs> um, they're, they're kind of back this year. That like Seattle them. game, that Seattle game was something. Like, was I something. remember when, like, the sound went off and then, like, the broadcast started glitching and I thought it was my TV, but, uh, yeah, they did beat Seattle in multiple overtimes. Um a few weeks ago, a week ago or so. Um, yeah, Kentucky got another guy, Billy Richmond. Um, should be a decent recruit for them. Darian Sutton, um, pretty decent recruit, four-star in his own right. Is off to Georgia Tech. Damon Stoudemire is getting some dudes. This is great to see. I, I, Georgia, Georgia Tech has exceeded expectations so far for me. I think yeah. they've been pretty good. They've had uh, a... Bayonne has been really good. Um, but they've they've gotten better since those losses for sure. They look good yeah. in the Diamond Head Classic. Mm-hmm. Really the Dongo well. is gonna be really good. Good is, good get away at the last because he was he was uh Rutgers uh Apari is nice too. I like Apari. Yeah, he he's been fine. Um yeah. Um Missouri got Aaron Rowe um last last week. Um, pretty solid commit there as well. Dennis Gates is cooking in 2024 recruiting. Um, hopefully they can get some better transfers around that. 
Yeah, this feels um, like Bonzo year right now. So they need to. Yeah, like the, the team, like the like the players are like good. There's just like there's nothing like that really stands out. Like the John Tanjay like pass away or something. Like does he even play? I don't know. I'll have to. I haven't like. I thought he'd be like maybe their featured option. And yeah, same. <laughs> Tamar Bates at least plays and actually does pretty well. He's been pretty good. Who who would have thought Sean East would be their leading scorer a seventeen a game? <laughs> That's when you know you're bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Tanja's hurt. Like he just doesn't play because he played like a little bit for Seton Hall, but like hasn't played besides that in the last month. Um, that guy Robinson. Yeah, Sean East has been good. really good though. I know like, he's been he, he's he's, like, he's been like an all SEC guy shooting the ball from he's three been. all three levels. He, he worked been on good. his game, man. I'll give him credit. That's yeah. what the offseason's for. <laughs> yes. um, the work is working. Yeah, he's he's really the only guy that's been good. Though. I mean, yeah. Robinson, I, mean, I love. Honor, like, they, they have some guys. It's like, again, they don't have a guy. Like, they had Kobe yes. Brown last year. Yep. Even, like, Demoy Hodge. They don't have anyone like that this year. Nah, not a chance. Like Noah, Bates Carter, is, Noah Carter's regression has been something to notice. Well, he has not looked good this year. Yeah. Noah Carter on both ends. Um, you know, offensively, he gave you production last year. This year, it's just not even been close to that. Um, yeah. yeah. I would like to see Bates, like, try to be more of a feature option now. Yeah, they got to do that, man. Like, I don't know why Gates isn't just trying to give the keys to the offense to somebody. But, like, you know, I guess we'll just keep – having a new featured option every day and I guess stick with Sean East. So, well, I mean, Sean East is at least, uh, we're doing out. it. Yes. But yeah, let's see. We want to go around all the conferences, all the major conferences, at least where do we want to start? Just like kind of knowing on some of the teams. Let's go with the ACC. Where... Let's start with what you posted today. Yeah, let's do, uh, let's do. That, I agree so... with most of it. Okay. Well, let's bring up the post. Um, we can just talk about the top here. Except teams. I think Virginia two by Cho is insane. Yeah. But we'll get um, it. <laughs> but there is a world, I guess, where that happens. Maybe. The ACC is actually way better than it's been, though. I, I like what Cho said about that. It's the first time in like three years where I think the conference has a little bit of depth. I think one through 13 is pretty good. 14 and 15, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, one through thirteen are a bunch of teams that I don't hate at all, and I think are pretty decent. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I like Clemson at one. I think I'm gonna actually agree with Cho there. Um, at two, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with North Carolina too. I think North Carolina has been really impressive for me. Um, now you know the question mark is Hubert Davis. That's really all I have as far as question marks. Um, Harrison Ingram has been tremendous. Like this is the player I've been waiting for he for is. years, man. He has. Like he's been assertive. He's been aggressive. Like what happened? <laughs> he was. He was like. It's funny because like his he appeal. All Jared Haas, like the dude, his, legitimately. And then his didn't... his appeal coming out of Stanford was like a like point forward, like because mm-hmm. he's a, he's a good passer. And like that's not at all what he's been. He's been like yeah. elite shooting the ball. Been the polar opposite. I mean, still been good on defense. I mean, he's always kind of been a pretty good defensive player due to his size and uh, kind of how he plays the game and his size. But like, 
he's like he's been legitimately a, like a really good role player this year is what he's yeah. been yeah, he has he's um, been hitting his shots um for sure um you know what at three i'm gonna go with wake forest that's that's i <laughs> stop am... stop stop guard play is so good so good I, we're gonna that's, go into kevin wake miller forest is not better than duke duke's just like I worry about consistent guard play. Roach um, has been really good. I mean, I don't know if Proctor, Proctor and Proctor's the health have just not been as good. And now Wake's got a legitimate front court, you know. And I, I think that's where a lot of the excitement lies for me is now that you have a rim protector. Um, now Wake, you've somebody Wake Forest is not going to be better than Duke. I will. There is a world where it's true, man. Duke <laughs> has not been consistent at all. They lost to Georgia Tech on the road. No, yeah, that happened. They, look but they didn't. They... I mean, they're. I think they're. I think they're turning corner now. Though, like I was really out on them, and they beat Baylor. I mean, they've. Yeah. I mean, really, they beat most of their guys have been good. Like, uh, the freshman guards McCain and McCain's been really good recently. Caleb Foster getting a lot of good run out of him. I hope um, their freshmen have turned a corner. Then again, I haven't watched much of Duke. I gotta go off. I mean, of like Philipowski's probably like the second best player in the country like they're they there's no way they're not finishing top three or at least four i had them first because i think like at the end of the day they're gonna find a way to win it like even though they haven't really been like the regular season team i just like to see them more than anyone else in the conference i think it's I did preseason as well i've just seen some things that are yeah concerning. it's close the top three can go any which way and i won't be mad between them clemson north carolina but I, I think Duke is gonna is at least the best team in the conference, regardless if they actually finish first in the standings. Um I mean I was gonna make a whole post on Wake Forest. I am they're good. I I do like Wake Forest by them. Like I um, do I do really like Wake Forest as like a team that could like sneakily make the tournament. Um Salas has been really good. Uh Boopy Miller has been really good. Um I mean Hildreth, like all their guards, Andrew Carr has been really good. Like they've been getting good player out of all their guys i just don't think they're really close to duke like i think duke's it's that much better like they're, they have a lot more talent and they're deeper i think that's really the only thing that i would say i think wake forest guards have been better i mean especially scoring yeah, the i ball. mean I, shot creation yeah. wise they can really create like Boopy yeah. Miller has been, he's surpassed so many expectations of mine. Salas has been awesome. I think he's been like a top 10, top 15 guard in the country with what he does on both ends. He's up there. Um, yeah. And then you have Hildreth, who's been just exactly what you need. Now you've yeah. Efton Reed back. Andrew Carr has really surpassed his, his expectations the last like two or three years. He's been there two years now. Um, I didn't think he'd be even good at Wake Forest, if I'm being honest, and he has done really well. Um, yeah, that that's Steve Forbes transfer transfer. He gets a lot out of his guys, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, depth I kind of worry about, but they have Mangian or Marquez Mangian. Uh, yeah, Marion Mitchell, whatever. Yeah, he's solid. Um, he gives you good. Parker side. Fredrickson's been good too. Another freshman. He's a freshman. Yeah. Yes, um, those guys. Yeah, like I I do like Wake Forest. I just think it's. It's egregious to have him over Duke. And, yep. and like, um, I know you're pretty high on Duke. I, I have to watch them play. I think that's, yeah, true. I haven't watched a ton of Duke either outside of like their first few games. I mean, I watched him Arkansas. Like, that was just a game that Arkansas was going to win regardless. Like, yeah. 
Like I watched him airs first airs. Arkansas didn't even look great that game. Duke looked so bad in that Arkansas game. That that, that was just a game that like Arkansas was like, no matter what happened, Arkansas. They, they was were gonna, gonna win. win. No, I don't like it didn't matter what happened in that. I game. don't know why people thought otherwise. But, yeah. Um yeah, I, I you know it it's gonna depend on Duke's freshman. Um I think if they wanna Yeah, I mean is Proctor like like when is he gonna be back? I don't know. Because is he like, out with an injury? Or? Yeah, he's because he in the Georgia Tech game he got hurt like really early in that game. Mm. He hasn't been back yet. I don't know when he because that's that's kind of significant. Um, to say the least. Yeah, but Roach has been like really good this year, especially since Proctor's been out. He's been really consistent. The upperclassman is scoring the ball. Oh, he's been doing. Yeah, yeah. Proctor. Um, I mean, even even before he got hurt, he wasn't exactly like the All-American that people thought he would be. But Yeah, he was a bit disappointing as well. Um, so I'll put Duke for her. And then I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on board with the – I don't know what it is with Miami so far this year. Um, I don't – you know, I haven't really watched them a ton to kind of put a finger on why they've been struggling. Defensively, they're definitely not as good. I will just say that. Um, you know, at least in years past, I mean, they've they've been always bad defensively. At least like in the but past, but at least like, it's been years. like you know manageably bad. Like this year, like they give up like eighty, ninety a game. Like they gave up eighty something to LaSalle. They like, gave up like a million to Cornell last year. Yeah, that was one game though. It's been a pretty consistent basis so far. Yeah, I mean, that I've noticed like. But yeah. again, I haven't really watched them. I watched them early on in the year. They looked amazing. So. <laughs> Uh, Miami's a team you definitely have to watch to find out what's wrong with them because yeah, they have a style. Um, I'm a little bit down, I guess, on them, even though I hate being down on Miami because I like their style. Um, but I'm kind of on board with that. I'm going to put Virginia Tech fifth. Um, I'm kind of on board now since with Ty- this Tyler Nickel breakout has gotten me on board. I was not on board at all before that. Um, when they lost Rodney Rice um, preseason, I was definitely not on yeah, board. I mean, Virginia Tech, they're good because of Lynn Kidd. Yeah, like, he's Lynn Kidd is he's awesome. Been elite. He's somebody I've really hyped up. In That's the, the reason Virginia Tech is like short of competitive right now. Yeah, um, he has been like a 70% shooter like every last mm-hmm. two, three years too. This is nothing new. Like he but is like de- now, now he's, I mean – He's way more efficient this year, and he's getting the minutes. Like he's getting more attempts too. Like, yeah. He's getting more time. Um, Mike yeah. Young's finally realized. Oh, I need to actually like start him. <laughs> Something he didn't do in years past for some yeah. reason. I mean, um, th- I mean, like, um, Basile was good last year. So it, I mean, yeah, not like well, with Basile though, you didn't get any rim protection, so you lost out on that. Lin Kid gives you that. Yeah. Um, I the mean, yeah, maybe like okay, rim protection. He just wasn't like kind of. He was like slow, but kid definitely brings you more of like that true big man. Yeah, um, Virginia Tech's obviously when you look at them, it's going to be perimeter defense. Couture battles for size, but guys like Padula, they don't play defense. Like yeah, you know, it's just yeah. they don't have size out there to really. Couture does pretty decently though, um, for his size, and he's bigger than people expect. But I mean, he can't really be your best perimeter defender, though. Like that's he's a complimentary guy that can hold his own. Like if you're, if Hunter Couture is like your best guy out there on defense as far as perimeter goes, like that that is kind of a problem. 
Um, and then they have um, MJ Collins is pretty good on defense, yeah. but he so, doesn't uh, do anything yeah. offensively. So. Should you have Virginia Tech ahead of Virginia then? Yeah, I'm not yeah. liking Virginia this year. Um, off, I'll put Virginia at six, though. Um, Virginia offensively is just an absolute disaster. I, I don't know where Isaac McNeil is the only piece I, I really like scoring wise. Uh, Beekman yeah. does a lot of the little things, but like, yeah, he's a good distributor. He plays good defense, but. Brian Dunn is awesome. I will he say is, that he is so good uh, defensively, especially for sure. Uh, so they're going to be in every game, but as far as like closing games go, yeah. like I'm they, they were in the Memphis game. <laughs> That's for sure. Um, and they you know played Northeastern down on the wire. Like you know Virginia always yeah. does that in a conference with some shitty like team. That. Um, so yeah, I, I'm just not really trusting Virginia right now. Um, okay. At seven, I'm gonna go Miami. We, we, yeah, we don't really have to go too far into the standings. Obviously, just hit on any any like last thing you want to hit on in the conference. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna be honest. The rest is pretty much chalk. Like, um, yeah. nothing crazy. Probably be Pitt. Um, then I'll go. I'll go Georgia Tech at nine. At nine. Um, I'll go Syracuse at 10, BC at 11. Then I'm going to go NC State at 12. Then I'm going to go Florida State at 13. I don't like NC State at all. Yeah, I don't like them too much either. Not a fan right now. Um, they have some pieces, of course, with Burns and stuff, but in the combination of bad coaching, no defense, I think it's going to – and they don't really have the talent that they did. Yeah. Um, so that's that's the ACC. Let's see. What what conference do we want to hit on next? You want to just go in order what you posted on? I'm on uh, your account right now. I'm just scrolling through. <laughs> let's see. So Pac-12 then? I see Missouri Valley, unless I'm trying. Yeah, we, we, can, we can hit the main conferences first and do it. All right, yeah, let's do it. Pac-12? Do a little bit. Um, Obviously... This is this this will be a little shorter conversation here. It's Arizona's yeah, conference. Talk about. <laughs> There's a zero percent chance they don't win the conference. Zero. Um, they're they're amazing. We don't really need to talk about them too they're much. Awesome. I mean, they're they're just amazing. One through five, they have elite players. Like they're starting lineup of like Boswell, Love, Larson, Kishad and Johnson. Love. We Bow gotta address this for the crowd that wants to overreact to close losses, like. They played well in that FAU game. This is how good yeah, FAU is. They're, they're still so, like a top three, four team. It was country. most. It was much more of FAU just being extremely. Yeah, FAU good. is just good. Um, and they have shot creators everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. they are a hard guard for anybody in the country, unless you're yeah. Brian. Um, <laughs> but that was that was the most fluky game I've yeah, watched this absolutely. year. I can say that with supreme confidence because that's a game I watched, and it, it something was in there drink that game that that was not normal basketball for them um they are a tremendous team so yeah arizona's legit that game doesn't really mean much as far as arizona goes um and then at two i have colorado Uh, colorado i think is in a really good spot if you were to buy stock in them um you know they got off to a little bit of a rough start losing the florida state um but they are much better now i think they've turned a corner 
KJ Simpson has been all American caliber. Yeah, he has been awesome this year. He's like so efficient. And like my knock on him, like preseason was like, he's going to get numbers, but like he hasn't he been that efficient. Insanely efficient. In he's, like, he's like a top, he's shooting his true shooting percentage is like 70% right now on like pretty high volume. Right. Which is I mean, it's been awesome. Crazy. Um, then guys um, like Luke O'Brien have been I mean, better. Um, De, De Silva's also been really good. As, of course. I mean, you as know, as well as yeah, Simpson, a elite one two punch <clears throat> there. Eddie Lampkin's been decent. He's been um, decent. better recently. Julian. When, when right. Cody Williams has been healthy, he has been really good. Oh, um, yeah. Cody Williams, and I post, I shared something today. He surpassed both of our Yes. Hopefully, he can be healthy, though, because having him injured doesn't do him any good. Yeah. But. Uh, they definitely yeah. could use him. Um, definitely so, made a little more instant impact than I thought <clears throat> would happen. At three, I'm going to go with Utah. I'm going to go with the egghead. I'm going to go Craig Smith. What can he not do with any roster? Like, he is just a magic man, and Brandon Carlson's been great. They've gotten really good production from Gabe Matson. Um, yeah, they just seem to be – and at home, uh, they're going to be a home wagon. They yeah. they really are tough to beat there. Mm-hmm. Um, although Washington Utah is going to be a good game uh, soon, uh, I yeah. cannot wait for that game. Um, so yeah, I have Utah three. I'm gonna go yeah. with. Do we want to? Um, Davian Smith is eligible now. Just just want to throw oh. it out there. Um, oh, I don't like. I don't think he's like that good. Like individually, like I'm not like a huge Davian Smith guy, but like he brings something like some they athleticism that they don't have right. like that just that that is he's on the right there. team i, I think um, he's definitely under the right yeah. coach um, fills a gap um larson lovering has been better than i thought he would be i was a big larson lovering fan um i think i still I think you should have gotten to wyoming though okay should have should have came should have gone home to wyoming that would have been great that would have been pretty nice but home yeah, point aside he has been good he's finally gotten a lot more minutes than he had at colorado so yeah um, that's been good um yes. but i four? i'm just gonna jump in here and say that i do personally have usc above utah in my standings because of how i think it's gonna end obviously not right now utah is a much better team right now i just think usc is good enough that by the end of the season they will find themselves ahead selves ahead of utah obviously utah has a coaching advantage but i don't think it's so drastically that usc's talent advantage at the end of the day isn't gonna matter like yeah. Andy and Andy Enfield is a very mediocre coach. Like you kind of actually what, like Andy Enfield, yeah. but to say he's even been mediocre this year is I mean, not not nice. I'm mean, not counting this year, I'm counting more what he's done like throughout his whole career. I, like he's you kind of know where you're gonna get from him. And this roster is maybe the best one he's had. I mean, it's definitely up there. Collier the Elite Eight. Collier, man. Boogie Ellis. Collier's been like He's been good, but like I don't know. I just he's haven't careless been like with the ball, and that's a problem. That I haven't play. really been moved by him, even though he's really. I mean, he's scoring double figures every game. I mean, obviously has high turnover rate, but also has, gets a lot of assists. Like I don't know. I think he's still a very good player. I'm just not like thrilled with him, even mm-hmm. though he's like one of the best freshmen in the country and probably one of the top picks in the draft. Boogie Ellis has been great. Um, and Kobe Johnson has given you what you would think on defense. So at four, I'm gonna go with Washington. Um, I, I like okay. Washington a lot this year. Wesley Yates hasn't even played a single minute yet. Um, yeah. as far as I know, 
They have an amazing front court that's going to give teams fits with rim protection. Their perimeter defense hasn't been, but I think it's more of because they play pretty fast. And usually I say fast paced teams don't have an excuse to be bad defensively, but like with and severe Wheeler and Keon Brooks, Brooks, guys push the pace a ton. And they, they like getting into up and down games. Although I think they do have some potential on that end. Um, but severe and he's just not a good defender. He's not a good defender. I mean, there's no other way to cut it really. Um, So they're going to struggle on the perimeter defensively pretty much all year. Even Moses Wood doesn't give you a ton on that. end. I mean, he's more of like a spot up shooter, but yeah. Um, But there's a lot. I mean, their offense is awesome. Um, You got Moses Wood. Severe has been offensively running the player. I mean, Jan is definitely the best guy. You got Kepnang. Braxton Mee has actually been pretty nice this year. Um, yeah, he was he was better last year. Yeah, yeah, he at was. Least he, at least he played a lot more last year. Um, Kepnang, um, Kepnang being healthy has kind of impacted uh, mm-hmm. Mia's minutes, but yeah, for sure. That's Corin Johnson's been pretty solid too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely think Washington's actually going to squeeze in the tournament. Um, yeah. I think they're right there. They're right where they need to be coming into conference yeah. play. They wish they won that San Diego State game, but really besides that, um, they're where they need to be. Um, then on five, I'll go with yeah. USC, which you already ran down. Yeah, let's, let's just hit in a few teams real quick. Oregon, yeah. um, we'll round it out. they're just not healthy. That's just kind of their issues. Um, pretty talented team. They've honestly they're supposed been... to get two of the guys back. Biddles out for the year, though. Is he? I, don't I think, think someone posted an update on his injury. I don't think he's coming back. But I, I um I don't know, but that wouldn't be the worst thing because he would get a year back. Um, since he yeah. got injured so quickly, Dante should be back soon. No, I yes, Dante is supposed to be back in like two to three um, weeks. But I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Ho- hopefully he gets back soon. Uh, is Arzuela is the one that's out for the year? I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, not, not that that's like boss. not um, matters. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't matter. But supposed to get um, Bartholomew um, back soon. I think. He's I don't know. They have so many injuries. Well, I don't um, know. Shell said uh, was hurt. He's back now. Um, he's been good. I'm gonna put Oregon at six. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna do with them. They they just need to get healthy, and then we'll see going forward from there. At but, seven, uh, I'm gonna put Washington State. At eight, yeah. I'm going to put Cal. At nine, I'm gonna put UCLA. They have been. Let's talk about UCLA now. Oh. Um. They just have no offense. Um, it's it's pretty bad. I just don't see how this gets better. I I really don't. Like Cronin's such a good coach. Like he's the team is so young this year, man. Like it, it, I don't know what's been going on. He's been a little baby. Like in press conferences, yeah, he he's starting to become so. like you know a bitter old man, and and maybe it's rubbing off on the team. I, I don't know, man. Like I don't this, see this, this is getting like better. a bad offensive team. Yeah, I don't see this. The offense is just horrific. Um, I just don't see this getting better. Yeah. Um, and then at ten, I'll go Stanford. Eleven. It, this is pretty standard. Eleven Arizona State, and then twelve, yeah. the Beeves. Uh, Beeves and uh, Bruins tonight. Yeah. Well, it's well, gonna be doozy. Well, yeah. Last First thing, Washington well, State hit on them real quick. Um, Miles Rice and Isaac Jones have been amazing. That's that's Miles Rice I have is say. Awesome. Isaac Those Jones guys, good too. Yeah, yeah, like they've both been like borderline all Pac-12 guys. Um, hope I they make the tournament. I State yet, and I'm excited to um, watch them soon. Yeah. Um, they play Utah tomorrow. 
Yeah, yeah but that's a big game for yeah. Utah. Let's see. What conference do we want to go? I'll go with Big East because that post was out as well. Um, yeah, so I think I have Marquette winning the conference, but it's so close. The top two. You could throw I'm going to keep UConn well. on for now, even under in a bit of a hole, I guess. But they'll dig out of it. With Klingon especially. Hopefully Everyone can... knows they're going to dig out of it. Um, um, yeah. For the most part, my Big East is pretty much the same um, as yeah. I um, posted, I think. Uh, Marquette, too. Although, yeah, Creighton, I won't have a one anymore. That's going to be my difference. Yeah. I just think they're... Yeah, I, I moved them from one preseason to three now. But those yeah, three, I had them three. Like, um, like, they haven't been that great. But at the same time, like, I think they have a big opportunity at Marquette. If they, they do. can, if they can like win that, I think they're like they bad. can turn things around for sure. But they they've been a little up and down. Um, well, we'll see if they can get some consistent play because still they have a really solid core. Um, for sure, no doubt about that. Um, after that, though, after the top three, um, yeah, with Creighton teams, I don't really know what to do after the top three. Maybe I was thinking like St. John's, maybe Villanova. Yeah, know. no, that's the thing. Like Villanova has looked good, but like they haven't. I mean, they did be creating on the road, but I will say, like Villanova themselves didn't even look that good that game. At least they beat DePaul by like yeah, Villanova. That was both teams. That was a that game. Um, but at least Villanova did beat DePaul by like a hundred because that kind of, they kind of like proved the uh, they they kind of proved some people. Yeah, wrong with um, that one. Um, I'm gonna put St. John's still at four. I'm gonna have them at four. Yeah, I'm gonna have Butler at five, which I like. I think Butler, what they did at Providence, they were down twenty in that first half. They got punched in the mouth. Um, at the amp, as most teams do. What did they do? They went on like a twenty to like two run, and they forced that game in overtime even though they lost that game i don't believe in moral victories i don't but to do that in a place where a team has gone 46 and 3 and it was 49 games mm-hmm. butler has looked apart this year whether people want to admit it or yeah. not um especially on both ends and i trust that mata a lot more than these other big east coaches right now that mata elevates rosters he seems to have found a roster that gels and they've bought in and they're going to win a lot of home games. They are very good at home. Yes. Um, so I think they will be in competition for that fifth spot. Um, yeah. So I'm going to have them at five. I'm going to put Villanova at six. Um, then I'm going to put Providence at seven. Then I'm going to put Xavier at eight. Then I'm going to put Seton Hall at nine. Georgetown at 10. DePaul at 11. Yeah. I'm All not liking Xavier are... very much. I know you like them. They, I... they did kill Seton Hall though. Like, yeah, that was that was that was needed. It was a statement game. Um, that was needed. They've been good at home. Xavier's yeah. been pretty good at home. That's what Olivari has been really good. He has been. Um, he has looked the part. I worry about Xavier long term defensively against teams in this conference. Their defense is like kind of their strength this year though. It like David. I mean, offensively, they have struggled outside of Olivari too. That has been the thing. Yeah. They don't get a ton of consistency. Usman's been pretty good, but um, yeah, he's, he's always in foul solid. trouble. That's the thing, right? He's always in foul trouble. He's not on the court. So, And I just think uh, Xavier's stretch bigs that they run are going to get targeted at defensively pretty constantly. 
Um, so I, I do think that's an issue as well. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just think Xavier's the odd team out as far as the the uh, mediocrity team. Prob- probably, but I do love Dalen Swain though. He he's making yeah. a defensive impact right away, which I yeah. do love to see. Yeah, nothing really other to say there. Um, the top three are good. After that, it's kind of a question mark of what you're yeah, going to get. Yeah, I think a team or two will kind of rise. Yeah, for, um, for and then sure. the rest will sink. <laughs> for sure. Um, let's see. Let's head over to the Big Twelve. Um, did you post that? No, we're just All right, I, that, that was the last hour <laughs> conference I posted. So All right, you're good. Yeah. Um, Kansas, like. I don't know if Kansas is really that good. I would tend to agree with you. Like it, it's it's hard to say that when like you look at what they've done because they don't have any bad losses or one loss was to Marquette neutral. So like maybe a little bit bigger margin you would have won, but like you can live with that loss. They have wins neutral Kentucky, neutral Tennessee, and home versus UConn. Like those are three elite wins. And uh-huh. they, like they don't have bad losses, and they probably have like two All Americans with um, McCuller and Dickinson. But like, I don't know like how to say it. But and, like they're you know, not I, that good. And I could say they don't look the part, and then we say, oh, but they beat oh, here, here. Well, yeah, like that's the thing. They play like, these teams at the most unfair advantage of college basketball in the Allen Fieldhouse. Um, they have yeah. no production. Well, like even like Tennessee and Kentucky were like away from home. Like those are. Like they have everything to back it up. It's like they don't have the scoring depth. I'll say it right yeah, now. That's that's I mean shot creation's not really been there. McCall if look, if McCuller didn't break out this year, they'd actually be bad. Like they will yeah. not be very good. Um so they're lucky that McCuller can shoot threes now and do a lot of things offensively that he's not been able to do in years past. Yeah, he's because step up. El Marco Jackson's not giving you anything. Nick Timberlake isn't giving you anything. Absolutely. Um, not significantly, at least, uh, compared to what we thought we might get out of those guys. Dwan Harris is the same player he's always been, does yeah, nothing really outside of pass and make a few open threes. Um, We're both not big Dwan Harris fans. Nah, he, he's like a really good passer, but like he's also kind of turns the ball over a lot, kind of can't do anything outside of that. So like he's a good defender. He can. Yeah, he's a good I mean, on-ball defender. Like he's good at what he does, but like he's just not like one of the top point guards nationally. He's a product of his talent around him. He's always yeah. You know he, he's he got plays a his role great, job. but Kansas fans overhype him way too much. KJ yeah, has be a number one there. option anywhere. No, because he doesn't have skills. No, you can't. Be. Um, KJ Adams is really good. Um, but like again, like I don't know how good. You know I think I have Houston. Adams. I'd have Houston winning. Um, I do too. They have been the best team in the country so far, especially defensively. Um, offensively, Cryer has been really good. Shed has been really good facilitating. and um, Sharp and um, Cryer have been their two best offensive guys scoring the ball-wise, but like Shed is going to wake up at some point. They haven't even reached near their potential offensively yet, which is scary. Um, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that kind of – I mean, Arsenal being out for the year, which he is, that kind of that hurts sucks. their offensive potential. But uh, for sure, um, I think guys like Don and David yeah, Don can take up. a step up. Like, no. their uh, big men are always going to be good. So, 
Yeah, they're going to need, I think, a third guard to step up, but I think it'll happen. Like, and I do like them more than Kansas. So, yeah. Because I think that because of how good they are on defense, like, it's just, you know, yeah, that's going to really affect guys like Dickinson around the rim, even though they're undersized. Like, their physicality is going to bother him. Um, and things like that. They're going to make Kansas very uncomfortable uh, with their defense. So uh, I like Houston at one. At two, I think I'm probably still going to go Kansas. Yeah, I think so too. And then um, at three, I'm going to go Baylor. Probably. What about BYU? I like, like I like me some BYU. I, I, want, really I want to see them. Let's see. Like winter, they play at Baylor on January 9th. That's like the first like real, real test. Unless they like, don't get owner of a revenge game. Potentially. Um, yeah. BYU is like killing it to metrics. Like they're 12th in offensive efficiency. They're ninth in defensive. They've been shooting it amazing. They've been doing like everything really good. They've been really good rebounding team. I guess we'll just kind of see. The thing with BYU, I got to see them win on the road in Big 12 play. Um, they're going to need to win some road games. And it's going to be tough, I think, anywhere. So yeah, that's they, why they, I kind of they worry. They have not won a road game this year. They're 0-1, lost to Utah, which is not a bad loss. But they're going to oh, yeah, like gonna have to like certainly win some there. Um, yeah. Next. At probably... four, going to put Iowa State. Put Iowa State. Okay. Even though they've not played anybody, I still we'll, we'll see what happened. Another team that like they have great metrics, but like they've just been beating up bad teams. You see, you know, I don't, um, they yeah, don't usually they're... play the best non-cons, but yeah, but they're really good on defense too. Lipsy is great. Um, definitely. Um, yeah, I'll be honest. Like the middle of the Big Twelve right now, I'm not loving it. Like. I'll be honest. No. Like, and then Oklahoma's above that tier. They've been good. They've been good for sure. sure. Um, and then you have, like, Oklahoma and BYU. Like, those teams are separate. And But, like, yeah, I, I agree with your what you're saying. Like, the TCU, Texas, Cincinnati, Texas Tech, K-State. Like, those They're teams not have good. not been that good. Like, all those teams have potential to make the tournament. They, you know, I will lot. say Texas Tech has turned a corner, I think, recently. I've watched a lot of them. Um, I know it's been not the greatest opponents, but they've seemed to have found something offensively recently. Hopefully. hopefully. Um, um, I'm going to like, we'll hurt them now. Like, even though it's like not super new, he's been out for a few games. I'll put Texas Tech at five. Um, and then above, above BYU and Oklahoma. I think there's regression that's going to happen with those two. Yeah. But like, is there regression going to be that? substantial where they get below texas tech possibly i definitely think there's a world where that we'll happens we'll see um yeah i'll put oklahoma at six i'll put byu at seven i'm not yeah, all yeah. the way in on them yet i have to and see after i just kind of like kind of a, like big jumble of teams like tcu has been okay not- I'm not moved by TCU. I liked him better in Texas at this point. Yeah, like, I just yeah, TCU hasn't done anything bad yet. I mean, they they, they could have beat that. They they would have been good, better off if they played good against Nevada. They, they also haven't beat anyone. Texas also hasn't beaten anyone. So mm-hmm. like a lot of it's just kind of wait and see. But like, um, Cincinnati also have they. No, they look really bad against Dayton. They yeah. look not great against Xavier. 
I think they could have beaten Xavier this year. Like, there's every year they could have beaten Xavier. I know it's in Xavier. I know it's a rivalry game. They haven't beaten Xavier in like six straight. It's it's, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, like they they kind of needed that game. I actually felt like, but that was an annoying loss. Especially if Xavier's going to finish towards the bottom of the Big East, that's going to hurt. Yeah, a little bit. we'll see. Xavier's metrics are still like kind of decent at this point now, so we'll see how that happens. But yeah. Um, and then it's what were we, seven? No, I BYU at seven and at eight. I'll go. Gosh, so much mid right now. Um, it, it doesn't really matter. You know, we can just. It's a bunch of mid. Yeah, and then <laughs> UCF, Oklahoma State, and Western are down there at the bottom. Uh, Western has Raekwon battle back though. Raekwon's looked awesome. He is an incredible scorer. They don't have anything yeah. else though. No, <laughs> and Jesse, Jesse Edwards, Edwards is out, out too now. Uh yeah, not Kirk Crease has looked pretty solid. Farrakhan's actually been like kind of good, which I haven't. Like, oh, okay. I, I mean, he's also playing in a bad team versus other, like right like Radford. They but, don't do anything defensively. They are no, not. They good. don't really do anything on the other side of the ball. But yeah, speaking about Raekwon Battle, do we want to talk briefly about like everything that went on the transfer because like. All the rulings were kind of started because of him, like the court, the thing, things that went to court. Those are kind of here if you want. Because so, so what's your view on the transfer, like the two-time transfer thing? Um, look, I think if we make everything, and Rick Patino, I think, came out and said a quote about it the other day, where, um, where I hundred percent agree with it. Like Rick Pitino is basically me in my older form when it comes to basketball takes. Um, so he was like, yeah, if we start giving transfer portal, you know, maybe I should just pull it up and go word for word, honestly. Um, so basically what I'm going to say is I'm, I'm not a fan of everyone just playing, right? Like people should get waivers for coaching changes, hundred percent. People should get waivers Really, I mean, for anything else, like, that's really it. Like, besides that, we shouldn't be giving out a ton of waivers here. The issue I have with the waiver system right now is there's no consistency at all. That is the problem. I see guys with programs where there's been no coaching change, there's been nothing, and they get waivers. Yet when Mark Adams spits on Jalen Tyson, they have to get into some kind of meeting and actually, like, decide, and they initially reject it. Yeah. Like that was a mess. That was an absolute mess. He should have yeah. gotten a waiver immediately. There should have been nothing. That was mm-hmm. yeah. But it's a consistency that I have an issue with. Yeah, I mean, and, my my personal take on the thing is that everyone everyone should get a one time transfer. Like you can do that, and then for the second time transfer, if you if you was a coaching change, you can play right away, and that's it. Like there's there's no need to leave a door open because stuff like this is gonna happen. It's kind of like it's i don't know i feel like ncaa is not moving in a positive direction with everything that's happened like it's gonna get way out of control because like are yeah, people gonna are people gonna enter the portal this year and be able to do two-time transfer or is it just gonna same thing happen again or i think it's also not a good idea just to let every two-time transfer play because like i mean obviously well first of all it's gonna be hard for these guys to graduate while doing that there's just so many issues that the NCAA is just forcing upon themselves. So yeah, it's, it's been, 
it's been out of hand. This is it's not 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 moving in a great direction. But like most of the ones that were like people were mad about is because of a coaching change. And like that would those would all be limited. Like Raekwon Battle would be would have been able to play from the start. Like um like Aziz Bandega would have been able to play from the start. Like that guy from North Carolina, the wide receiver. I he found a been quote. Able to- oh man, this is gonna be good. Just found out football went to no sitting out for a second transfer. Basketball is next, and the last thing that will be adopted are trades during the season. But there will be a trade deadline of January 15th with the uh, IDK symbol and the uh, the face palm emoji. <laughs> yeah, it's... You can kind of see where it's going to go. like, And it's just you worry that it's going to get out of control. And I can see it, like certainly. And that's what we both worry about, I think. Yeah, so let's. You go should to have big sat game. out this season after transferring from Iona to St. John's. That's funny. Yeah, but let's go to the Big Ten now. Obviously, Purdue is probably the best team in the country, um, or at least one of the best teams in the country, and easily the best team in the conference. I mean, easily, Braden Smith is like one of the best players in the country. Like, I mean, not like one of the best players, but like one of the top like twenty to thirty best players, which sure. has been like outstanding. Um. He's kind of doing what people thought Tyrese Proctor would. Um, but yeah, outside of that, I would have Illinois too, but I have no idea what is going on with Terrence Shannon. Say he say he ends up playing, I would have him at two. If he doesn't, I think there's still like a decent team if he doesn't play. Like obviously he yeah, Marcus first Domax team All-American, really but like Gary has been good. Um, Luke Goody, um, they began some decent round of him. Like, Hawkins hasn't really hit that. Uh, Mark Domask has been, has been injured, their best yeah. guy outside of him. Damask has been good. Gary has been really good too. Mm-hmm. Um, like Ty Rogers has been decent. Not really like the point guard, but like he's been kind of a decent player. Um, yeah, Goody's been good. So I, I think, think they're still fine. But I like, think we should play it safe and assume that they're that he's out. Yeah. So if he's out, I would have them below the tier. Like I have. I would obviously Purdue first, and I would have Illinois second, but then I would think I would move. I'd move Wisconsin up to two. I, I yeah, I was gonna say that, but like, is Wisconsin or be really gonna have Wisconsin in second? Like, it's the Big Ten. <laughs> Wisconsin's not bad though. They have a good assortment of guys. Like, they have a good lineup. Like, a lot. Every guy they have really like does, like, a, it's a good like. Good mix. That of freshman like who broke good, out has been a big reason. Good some parts. Yeah, John Blackwell has been really good. Um, AJ Storr's really been putting up buckets when he's played. Still don't really understand the fit, but like it's kind of working. So yeah, it's doing enough. Not not gonna not gonna criticize it. Um, after them, I'd I just know what I'm gonna get out of Wisconsin most games. Yeah. Like that's why I put them too. Yeah. yeah Consistency after- in this conference is a premium. We will say that. Um, so at two of them, at three, I'm gonna go with Ohio State. Okay. Um, I'd have them at four three, in, under this new situation. Um, but this new situation here, uh, yeah, I think they have a lot offensively. They can bring a lot on defense with a par as well, mm-hmm. being a real force at the rim. Um, yes, yeah, Thorne and Gale have been awesome, yeah. Like that's I mean we were we were of, correct in buying Ohio State stock. We were very right, I think. Jameson yeah. Battle has been like 
good again. That He's not been like the least that, efficient player. I will say ever. that Penn State loss was, I think, very fluky. They were up like yeah, that just and they started I mean, to settle for perimeter jumpers. We did not deserve to win that game at all. Um, they just fell asleep for the last ten minutes, and we started to have our first good shooting game of the year. So. That happened, um, and I think they'll be fine. I think they can recover from that, even though that may not look the best on their resume. They have enough good wins to where I think that should be okay. Yeah, Zedke has been good too, and is like new kind of six man. I like the role. Um, yeah. Then I mean, I had Michigan State before, and I think Michigan State has turned a corner now. Quite frankly, I think Michigan um, State's at four. I need to see them against Indiana State. Before. Yes, I I agree, but like I I think obviously that game is going to be really interesting game to see moving forward. But like, I, I think, I think they're, I think they're turning a corner and like kind of getting back. To where, I think they'll do enough. To be be. For, um, for sure. Then I'd have Illinois after that then. Yeah. Um, okay. I can put them at five. Taking out. I think they're still a good team. Maybe top 25, maybe just outside tournament team. Yeah. But they're not a contender to really do much. They'll um, be like another eight or nine. Like they always are. Then, in my personal rankings, I think there's a two-team tier of Nebraska and Michigan um, after that. Both teams that, like, haven't been amazing. but yeah, like, I'm actually going to put Nebraska at 5, Illinois at 6. Okay, yeah, I, I think I think Nebraska yeah. is a little bit better than a Terrence Shatton and Liz Illinois. Yeah. Um, they got really good guards. They're pretty good on both ends. Um, I like Nebraska a lot this year. Yeah. Yeah, I do, too. Um, they... Should have won that Minnesota game. No, like that would have been. That's going to be an they, annoying. They had one. that game and then they completely. And it's kind of annoying that Kansas State away. isn't really good, or that win would be more. Yeah. Um. Even though that was an impressive. The win. Michigan State wins looking better though, so I. That is true. At least they're kind of kind of oh, getting something. Good. Um. Hopefully, Rink Mass is healthy soon. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think it's he's supposed to be out for a super long yeah, time. He's been like an all Big Twelve. Big Ten guys, so having him back as soon as possible would be good. Let's see. Um, yeah. So I mean, Northwestern's kind of in that tier as well. With like Michigan, I think Michigan has been good enough to order like better than like the just like bad to mid to bad teams. Um. So yeah, Yeah, Michigan and Northwestern. Michigan's better than those teams, but like they don't play near the defense those teams do. And I think that's just yeah. Northwestern is just going to be able to neutralize them, like they do with a lot yeah. of teams. I in Northwestern, I mean, yeah, they also have Boo Boo, who's um, elite. Um, let me pull up my. Yeah. This conference is an absolute mess this year. Yeah, I think I had Rutgers actually at seven out of Rutgers all. Rutgers is teams, not that good. Well, who do you trust? Like, I don't trust a Jawan Michigan team over a Steam Peichel coach team. I just don't <laughs> like. Rutgers is not Rutgers a good team. has pieces that haven't woken up yet and have played as good as I think they will. I think a lot of that is Derek Simpson. Yeah. I think Gavin Griffiths can be better. Um, I think they've gotten decent minutes out of Jermichael Lewis. Um Jermichael I, Davis. Davis, yeah. Um He's been he's been pretty like good as a freshman. Now, yeah, I, I think say. Noah will be a little bit better. Um I just think there's a little more reasons for optimism with them than I mean other... they they can't really get much worse on offense. Yeah. No, and they okay. still have a really good defense. So like if they get better on offense, but 
Wash out. Dis- and Mag is Mag has been really weird since coming back, so they're gonna need to figure that out too. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think he's pretty. Kind of expect that coming back from. But injury. yeah, of course. Um. Yeah. Then after Rutgers, oh gosh, what do I do? <laughs> Every everyone is just like kind of in the same tier. Like it's gonna Maryland, be like last year. It's gonna Maryland, be Maryland, like Iowa. Maybe Minnesota, you can throw them in there. I think I think Penn State's latched right now. Like I yeah, can, I don't really think you can put anyone above them with like how. Like, I think Iowa's been really bad. I don't think Iowa's been good at all. I yeah, have they last. they haven't really. I mean, they're kind of they're kind of in the same situation as Michigan, where like they have a really good offense, but their defense is really bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think at eight, uh, who did I even have? I think I yeah, put Northwestern there, um, yeah. just because of their defense, just because of Bo Bowie. Um, I do like Langberg. I do like Barnheiser. And Barnheiser, I do really like, especially he's um, a can really go two way player. Yeah, so I put them at eight. At nine, man, I almost want to put Minnesota. Yeah, I guess in that tier too. Um, uh, yeah, it, it doesn't really. We'll matter. go with so Indiana at nine, point. and yeah. I don't want to give myself a headache over this. Yeah, let's uh, <laughs> let, let's move on. Um, but yeah, everyone's kind of in the same like position right now down there. So we'll see what happens. Um, Minnesota's like okay though. Like they're yeah, Minnesota is look better improved. than I thought they would. Yeah, honestly, we'll say that. We'll, we'll see. They could find themselves being better than a couple of those basement teams. Honestly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think they're better than Penn State right now. I think they're better than Iowa, Penn State, and maybe Iowa. I Iowa's like still been really good in offense. So like, I'll, I think I think there's still, trust like, more to get a stop on defense, Minnesota or Iowa. I mean, we're not. Who do you trust more to score on offense? Minnesota's been scoring a goal. <laughs> not as good as Iowa. I mean, yeah. They've been they've been good, but they've also been turning over decently high, right? And Iowa, like I was really good at not turning over the ball. So sure. I guess you themselves. kind of Yeah. That, that's enough Big Ten talk. SEC yeah. is a lot of power conference we have, and this is I think Tennessee is clearly the one. Like I I think they're pretty I have them pretty confidently at one right now would you would you haven't they dealt with like some injuries though too um neck connect has been a little hurt i think he's that could impact things but like i think they're still really good i mean last year they were basically the same team but without him and we're still like elite. i have them one i just don't think it's by an enormous margin yeah i don't think it's enormous but like i think you can confidently say you have Yeah, yeah i don't Although at two, I will have Auburn, and I think they're going to give Tennessee the best game yeah. of any conference. There, there are a lot of good teams in that mix. Like uh, Kentucky has been pretty good. You can put them like, even though Alabama doesn't have a good record, like they still have the best offense in the country. If their defense can improve, like they've already played so tough of a schedule. Like they played, they haven't gotten really any great wins. I mean, they beat Indiana State, which. Isn't really that much. Uh, it was without Robbie Ablett too, so not really a huge accomplishment there. But like same time, they still played an extremely tough schedule. They've still looked like they haven't like done. They haven't like just been completely embarrassing in any of their losses. So I like to disagree. Their lack of defense is just embarrassing. Yeah, 
But like well, they've they've been in every game. It's one thing to they, they've let been in every game, which is five points. But it's how like on defense, what you see with your eyes can tell a lot. They don't box yeah. out. They don't no, do a yeah. lot of the fundamentals that are going to cost them SEC games. Um, yeah, I mean, out outside of uh, Wagi and they need to start Ringle who fell out in like two seconds. They they don't have really much. their offense is great though but like they're asking yeah. a lot out of sears they're asking a yeah, lot yeah sears has been like so late shooting the ball and like how much is that gonna stand for but like they exactly. also like Nelson have that like they have so many has not been good teams. like we've been over why i don't think he's gonna be good in conference play because it's a physical conference and yeah well, it's we'll gonna see. bother him um and that has been true so far um they're going to need someone else besides Sears to help with that scoring. Yeah, load. I mean, Estrada has been good. Like, Nelson, I mean, mm-hmm. Nelson should not try to be a three-point shooter. Like, if he just, like, kind of, like, he he's a good player, but he's tr- he's trying to be a shooter this year. Like, he's taken 59 threes so far. Like, he's why is he taking, inside. why know. has he taken 59 threes? Like, he's just not a shooter. Like Right, I agree with you that. You want him, like, I mean, you can have him shooting some threes, but you want him, like, driving to the rim, drawing contact, like, he's... I want him in the post. He's a big dude. I think Yeah, but, like, he, he you want him as, like, a versatile, like, four, like, where he can, like... He, you well, want you gotta him to, like, shoot, up but, like, you, touches, you know? Like, you can't just have him play out there. Like, especially yeah. guys, they need some scoring down low because they don't have any if he's not scoring no, the ball. No, they, they don't, really. I goose um, not a scorer. Like, they, no. They, he's been good on defense when he hasn't been fouling. I goose good on defense. probably their best interior defender. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But, yeah. Wright tells him good perimeter defender, but, like, that's all they have perimeter defensive-wise. And so, yeah, he, yeah. Auburn, too. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd probably have Kentucky, too. Um, it's close. So, like, all those teams, like, Texas A&M is kind of in that mix as well. Like, they've been... I just think Auburn's older. They're better on Yeah, I, I do like I do like Auburn. Um, um, I just think with Kentucky, putting them at two is bold. They haven't played a road game yet, really. A true road game at all. Um, they're gonna get their first one in a week at Florida, which I think is gonna be a huge test yeah, for them. Yeah, that will be that will be very good. Um, very telling about where Kentucky might go. Um, yes. in the early stages of SEC play, I just think Kentucky's gonna get one of those droughts that's gonna keep them out of the two spot. But then they'll figure things out and then be pretty good, and I think be like a top yeah, four. I, I could see that. Um, I just think they're gonna get into a funk at some point. Um, yeah, we're gonna go with uh. Auburn at two, and then at three, uh, Florida. Good. Florida. I have Florida there. Um, then I have Kentucky at four. Okay. Um, or wait, no, I had Ole Miss at. Four. I mean, no, not Ole Miss. No, no, not no. Ole Miss. Definitely not Ole Miss. Mississippi State. At okay. Four. They've they've had some ups and downs, but I've been playing better recently. Elite defense still. Their offense has been like not completely terrible, like they were last year. So yeah, I I would agree. Josh, yeah, no, I think with Tolu, I think they're going to be really really good. Um, yes. If he comes back and is even decently normal, I think that'll be enough. I trust. And like Jimmy Bell is so good. Like if Tolu isn't one hundred percent, like it'll be fine. Right. Exactly. Their interior defense and just defense in general is just going to be so tough. Um, it's going to be tough yeah. to win on the road at Mississippi State this year. Um, and I think that's going to be a real home court advantage um where mm-hmm. it hasn't been in years past so i'm gonna have them at four kentucky at five 
Then at six, I have. I think I have Ole Miss actually there. Um, Ole, Miss, yes. Ole Miss isn't going to be better than like Alabama and AM. Ah, just I'm not impressed. I know AM's been banged up. I know they just but like they've been... still been like kind of good. Like they, they offensively, lose, they've been they almost way beat Houston. Better. Like huh? Wade Taylor has been really good. I mean, I, he's a little like not super efficient, but like when you look at the shots he's taking, like it kind of makes sense. He's still like a really good defender. I, still a really good passer like i think you kind of have to live with his shot selection and like he's still like a borderline all part of it right now is they don't have radford really um yeah he's been kind of in and out with like injuries so he's way taylor's stuff. been forced to take a lot of shots because they Which, don't have yeah i mean way taylor's probably going to be taking those shots usually anyway, the a&m Radford's... right now is they've lost their personnel they, they're not like very good defensively right now i mean they're there's i mean they've i mean they're thing is kind of like being an offensive rebounding team now which they're just elite at yeah it's like, like it's i think that's kind opposite of, of that's last kind of thing year. like if well, they la- can last year they were like better on defense but like there would still like an offensive if they can play team. both ends consistently then i'll have them higher it's yeah just their they defense been able to has been that. questionable but their offense has been better this year for um, sure Henry Coleman, when playing, has I mean, he only missed like one. my thing with AM, like he's been amazing. the last two to three years, honestly, since they've had Henry Coleman. When they get Henry Coleman the ball more, is when they are he has been eight. so good this year. He's he needs to get more touches. I yeah, definitely I, agree with that. Two years um, ago, I thought he, he was their best player for a while, but then they don't use him, and then I feel like my agenda is dead because they don't give him the ball. Um, Solomon Washington has been elite on defense. He's a thug, but yeah. yeah he's made some questionable plays this year, as has Anderson Garcia has been really good in defense. There's absolutely nothing in offense, but you can live with that when he uh when he does so good on defense, crashes the boards, does all that fun stuff. Um, yeah, I just I feel like there's some regression inbound for them. And I think Ole Miss is gonna be really tough at home. I think their offense Ole Miss has not hurt. been like good this year though. Like I mean, you can say that, been... but then, like, since they've gotten their eligible guys back, they have been better. Like, they were really rough I early mean, they on. They haven't played anyone since they got those guys, though. But they've beaten teams like convincingly since they got them back. They beat Troy by now. Look, if this was early season Ole Miss, they would have lost. They, they've been they've been better, but like they still like they've moved up two. Will spots you say this, Austin? What would this the early season Ole Miss version team would they have lost to Troy? They would have. They beat it them would by have been one. closer. It would have been closer. I mean, they they beat Detroit Mercy by one. San yeah, Houston was State by one. By, by three. Yeah, Temple they, by one. Like Troy is better than all three of those teams. Um, like yeah, I mean they're probably. Yeah. I mean they're right there. I yeah, mean, they, with, with like Sam Houston and Temple, but like and Southern Miss. Yeah, they've be been they've been easy. better, but like I'm still not willing to say they're like a top like top half team in a comp i don't know though like, their offense has been really good they've, since they've gotten guys back like they're they've four guys like that really break field juju murray's been good all year yeah um, that's is there a really surprising I mean, I because like he's not he wasn't even good at st peter's yeah i guess he's found a system break feels he, definitely awesome. better like fit though like he's not doing everything like he kind of was forced to and he was like, Matt so Morell has been awesome. Alan Flanagan's yeah. been way better. Um, 
And then Caldwell's been good. Brandon Murray's played in three games. CSA and Sharp give you great rim protection. Yeah. I wish Nunez would play more. I don't know if he's hurt. He's been he's been doing like nothing even when he does. He doesn't play. even play. He played 13 minutes. I thought he'd play. be really good. I liked him at Arizona State. I so too. I'm, I'm still buying so I'm still keeping a little bit of stock for the future. Tabs on. Yeah. Um saw them at six. Still don't think this team is like I mean, like, they're going to make a tournament because Chris Beard is such a good coach and they're going to start playing That's better. It, but, yeah. like, oh. I think there's still, like, a limit. And they're not going to, you know, they're not going to completely play down. Well, they did do that earlier in the season, but I, I think they're going to yeah. avoid the trap games, which some other I mean, teams not. not only trap game, they really have. I mean, they have, they have Ryan as a trap game, but, like, that could be interesting. They have, like, Vanderbilt, though. They only play Vanderbilt at home, so that's that's good yeah i guess yeah we'll see um so yeah then at seven i have a and m and then at eight i will go oh you know at eight i'll go alabama nine i have arkansas um and then 10 i have south carolina um yeah i've been fair. very moved with south carolina and then i think after them i georgia yeah um yeah. And then after that, I have Mizzou. Yeah. And then I LSU. personally do have LSU ahead of Mizzou just because I think like they're going to be better with Jalen Cook back. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll do that. We'll go LSU, Mizzou, Vanderbilt. Uh, that, that was, I can agree okay. there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Arkansas is not that good. Like, no, man, they're not. Like, remember when is... we were so concerned to start the year about them and then we started to buy in a little bit? You know, before and the, thing the season is, like, started, like they've and everything bad. came true. They've been bad, like with Khalif Battle and Tremont, Tremont Mark being like elite. Like, and that's, they've still really bad. concerning. Um, definitely want Devo to play better. I think that can happen. Um, but like, I don't know. I don't. I mean, Brazil's I don't think Keon Manningfield is the this antidote either. Like, they haven't really looked I mean, like back. No, either. he's not like some super savior. But at the same time, I do. Think higher of Arkansas with Minifield than without. Yeah, um, he can re- he can really run an offense. Um, yeah, they got a big he, test on Saturday against UC- UNC Wilmington, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, is it going to be a test? UNC Wilmington, um, obviously. They have not majors this year at all. Like they play Lipscomb down to the last possession. They've lost to UNCG. They've... They were they were keeping it close with Abilene Christian for a while. Yeah, that um, they were great in that either. Old they Dominion kept it close with off. Old Dominion for a while. So um, yeah, they need they need a convincing win here. I don't I don't like they them. They um, won't get a convincing win. And here. like they'll be better in late season because they're coached by Musk. But like I don't know that like, there's like as much potential for this team to like. Right now. Like they don't have the NBA players, and I will say this: they haven't Brazil. shown like any defensive flashes really all year. Like they no, gave up like, seven, giving up yeah. seventy three to Abilene Christians, like giving up ninety to a normal team. Like that's no, not. They, they've been elite on defense when much as that is good teams, and yeah, they're they're not. They haven't shown that flash. Like Tra- and it's really starts with Trayvon Brazil. Like he has not yeah. been. A- I mean, he's been worse. he's been good though. Like, um, yeah. Um, like he's defensively, kind of he lacked that presence that he had, yeah. where he was really good as a. Rim he, I mean, he's kind of a good rim protector, but at the same time, he's he's just not like, engaged all the yeah. way. Right, like I mean, like in, injuries, just, like injuries, like his ACL injury, like those those can they affect that for yeah, sure. Yeah, like not not just like his play on the court, which has been good, but like his like mentality, that sort of stuff. 
and offensively he hasn't been involved as much as I thought too. Like there's been that as well. Um, but I, you know, when you have Khalif battle on your team, when you have Tremont Mark on your team, you're not going to get a ton of looks because they're too busy and they've been good. But I think the Mark games where he's not shooting well are coming. I Yeah. Um, he was never a good like shooter. And he's he kind of like... slowed down recently a little bit. Um, he hasn't been yeah. as good and it's been hurting them when he's not playing well. Like he did not yeah. play well against Oklahoma. Um, I remember that was a really bad game. Um, I think maybe you played better the last couple, but the fact that you they're relying on Tremont Mark to play well is not good. <laughs> that is yeah. not good. Um, so yeah. L. Ellis has been like a complete he's been hurt, I think, but he, he was uh, he was never that good. Let's nah, uh, exactly. be honest there. Um Yeah, but let, let's run through some mid-major conferences. Let's run through the Mountain West. Um can obviously we can save a little time on these but i will say the the top four in the mountain west will be very fun to watch i mean the whole conference is fun to watch but the uh colorado state san diego state new mexico and nevada those four will be really fun to watch i could see any of these teams winning the conference i probably would have new mexico now but like any of these four teams would not surprise me too much if they won the conference Utah State has been really good too. Only one loss in overtime this season to Bradley when Bradley was good. They kind of suck now. But um yeah, Boise State, like they always seem to play they really good in turn it around. Play. You know, they have their magic spell. And I think maybe one of these years that magic's gonna run out. And I kind of see yeah, it. but they're gonna be better. Like they're good, they're gonna be competitive. I of course they'll be in every saying that UNLV is gonna be start playing better. They killed Hofstra last game out. They're they're definitely much they're definitely better since making, both boons have played. Yes, definitely turning corner going upwards. Um the bottom teams we don't really need. Let, to let me about. see your standings. You know mine. I mean I can go yeah. over my- well I'll I'll just go over I'll just go over mine real. So I had New Mexico at one. I think I'd have Colorado State two. I'd have San Diego State three, Nevada four. Probably Utah State. I mean, pretty similar to like how the teams have been this year. Maybe mm-hmm. Boise five. I kind of trust Boise more in conference play, but Utah State has also been really good this year. So those teams can kind of go five and six. I think UNLV is UNLV could sneak up there though. Like I, I just don't five. know. I have UNLV pretty high. Yeah, uh-huh. and in the bottom four, like I don't really care about. I like Wyoming a little bit more in some of those teams. I like their potential more, but like I I don't really care a lot about like san jose fresno or air force but all those teams have like a guy or two that's really good um, i think wyoming will be better with mason walters though yeah um, he's uh he's been back past few games good. um they do play at byu in a few days they might lose by like a million because byu does that to teams at uh, home especially <laughs> yeah everyone seems to get killed at the there's marriage. gonna be a lot of good games in this conference new mexico at colorado state is like tuesday uh mm-hmm. so that's gonna Picks be a off good conference one. play that's oh, gonna gosh. be a really good one um unlv has yeah. to play like every good team the first six weeks so that's they're gonna be we're gonna see a lot yeah. about unlv really quickly. yeah they um, we we will see but i do have a few uh non-d1 games to get them ready for that so we'll hopefully they don't lose one of those that'd be bad um yeah do we want to quick talk about the a10 definitely a little bit more of a good conference this year definitely 
definitely a lot better than last year. We can say that for sure. Dayton has been good. Um, I think they've clearly established themselves as a team to beat Probably. in this conference. Unfortunately. Um, I know I know you're not a big fan of Dayton, but they have they a good probably. resume. I mean, they only they their only two guys like Kobe Bray have been shooting the absolute lights out of the ball. Yeah, their only two losses are to Northwestern on the road and Houston, which wasn't like a complete blow, which is encouraging. I mean, they've beaten like St. John's neutral. They won at SMU. They won basically at Cincinnati. I think it's technically a neutral game, but I think that Cincinnati game might be their most impressive win with how handedly they won that game. They were up by like yeah. twenty in the game. Um, and yeah. it was kind of in Cincinnati, although Dayton's trans fans travel way better. Um, but still, I think that was a really impressive win. Yes. Um, I, I wish we would have Malachi Smith healthy, but that's never yeah, happened at this point. Um, um yeah. Santos has been really good. Obviously, Somehow. you mentioned Kobe Bray, just like doesn't miss this year, but yeah, so Santos, yeah, I'll probably unfortunately really good get that one. Um, then at two, I'm gonna put. I St. Joe's, but like I don't trust St. Joe's. Like they're... exactly. So I'm gonna go with there's just George Mason. <laughs> I, I like it. I like it. I like George. I'm gonna Mason. go with George Mason, man. Like George Mason is good, dude. Like I, yeah. they look the part. Tony Skin is a better coach than Kim English. That's, Defensively, that's they have to. looked the part. Defensively, they've great tricks. They, um, they've been good on both sides, honestly. Pretty, pretty offense, solid, well-rounded team. And offense, like just for, for where they are. Like, like an been... offense, they're definitely going to just improve. Um, I, they haven't gotten everyone clicking yet. Keyshawn Hall has been awesome. Um, he has really lost a ton of weight, actually. Yeah, he's he, he was like completely star. different than when I remember watching him in high like, school. He was huge at UNLV. He was like a power forward. Mm-hmm. Now he's like on the perimeter, just taking guys off the dribble. I yeah. love it. Like this is what I like to see. Maddox hasn't fully. I mean, he's shown flashes this year for sure. Um, Ronald Polite's been great um he's yeah. been pretty steady all year um amari kelly has been really been good really awesome okoji's been promising for a freshman How, isn't okoji hurt now i think he's been um, that's he's back malik henry might be the one that's hurt on the team yeah and then they get what's his name from etsu back any day now is he gonna is he gonna I play this year you think that would have happened though if it did I saw an injury report. He's actually hurt with a minor oh, injury. So like, oh, okay. So that, that would be interesting if he like decides to play because he. Because I think if there's one good. thing where George Mason's kind of weak right now, it's power forward and like center depth. They I mean, need. Yeah, I mean, like hopefully, I don't know what Malik Henry's status is. He's supposedly back to. Oh, um, okay, so I mean, Keyshawn Hall like still plays those positions. Yeah, it's it's just they need more help on the glass. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Amari Kelly's been great, but like they don't really have a second guy, especially when Henry isn't healthy. Woody Newton, Woody Newton has been good, but he's more of a four three as opposed to a four five. But yeah, looking at the conference as a whole, like don't really want to waste too much time on standings because it's like so close. But like you look at teams like Saint Bonaventure, really this whole conference. Saint Bonaventure, like Saint Joe's, VCU, Duquesne, like Richmond has been kind of good this year. Like even UMass has really improved. Like UMass has looked. Davidson and Loyola Chicago don't come. We thought they would look like last year. Like like, UMass has been really weird. They've been good. Good. Like for sure, Diggins has learned how to play basketball. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, he's been pretty good. Um, they their guards have really looked the part. 
um you know they've gotten help um and then cross and cohen cohen is so good dude like at any level that he just he is a legitimate player it doesn't matter where you play man um he's gonna give you bucks And their teams are like loyal, like they've been up and down, but like they could still beat like any one of these teams in any given night. They're still very talented. Um, yeah, I don't know where they are. Those I, I, Rhode I Island, Drew Valentine to remember be good. Like, we were high on Rhode Island a couple weeks ago, and now they, they, they were they were good, and then now they're like not. They they just like hit a wall. But I still like Archie. Uh, still think he'll get it figured out. But they've been they've been bad recently. Pulling the ball off and rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, like I really, I really want to like Drew Valentine. Like, I really, I really want him to be good. You know, the team like, actually like might seems, be pretty good once fun. someone comes back. Is St. Louis? I think Sincere Parker. Once he comes back, mm. he's a broken foot. He is their they, best. They have, they have a bad defense. Like they he, do, he would, he would help. But like, it's, I don't think he's helping it enough. No, yeah. He is their good. best player. I feel like by a while. Yeah, I mean they don't have like. I mean, Hargrove is decent. He got hurt, man. Jefferson's going to score the ball, but yeah. They're, they're and that is a Wiro back. It's been very positive. That's been pretty decent. Um, um, since... GW is, like, not terrible either. Um, yeah, they have, they'll be sneaky. They'll be in yeah, the middle of the conference. They have some guys. Obviously, Bishop hasn't been amazing, but, like, he's going to really fill it up. Um, Edwards has been good, too. That's been really encouraging. Bishop hasn't been amazing. They've had Buchanan's freshmen. been really good. Freshmen's um, really helped um, them out, man. Buchanan's been great. Um, Edward Johnson. Garrett um, Johnson. Like, those two guys, like, um, Buchanan and Johnson, like, both of them are freshman eligibility-wise, but, like, they're not, like, true, true freshmen. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's really going to help out. And they do have a few true freshmen, like uh, Jacoy Hutchinson and Trey Autry, who have, Give some you know, some minutes. pretty good is Auburn legend Babu Akinbola. Akinbola. He's been he's been a beast on I'm protecting. Beast. He's got a single game record with 14 yeah, blocks. Yeah, he had. Yeah, it was 11, but um. Oh, yeah, I know. It was against a crazy Navy. amount. He was he's still solely on defensive end. Um, um, so they they just played a really fast pace. That's why their defense. Definitely their pace dictates their defense. You know, he's cut right from the Miami tree. Um yes. perimeter defense wise, they don't play a lot. So yeah, that that's where they definitely struggle, but they'll give teams a problem if they're shooting the ball pretty well. Yes. Um quick, quick run through to AAC now. FAU in Memphis is going to be everything is hyped up to be. And uh-huh. after that, SMU is I think SMU is clearly number three. I think they've separated themselves, and after that, just anyone's game. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, like I did North have Texas before the George Mason game. Yeah, yeah, I I like North Texas. I like Tulane. Like, at, there's just so many teams in that like range, like Wichita, Charlotte, like South Florida. I think East Carolina is due to play better. UAB mm-hmm. can't get much worse. Tulsa has been sort of decent. Like all of those teams just have like so many range of outcomes yeah, like even, even like rice has talent conference like it's yeah. temple rice and utsa temple. utsa is just like a whole oh. level of bad no, nothing really else say about the conference so like fau mf is going to be much watched tv and like the, the teams in the middle are going to really ride for some good matchups but like yeah that, that's just kind the teams of in the middle i will say they score the ball um you got tulane you got smu they play fun offense they're gonna run they're gonna put up points Yes. Um, Missouri Valley, we can hit this real quick now. Another conference is going to be really fun. Mm-hmm. Don't know 
How old is if you're going to pick there, bud? No Drake at one. But like, yeah, I do have Indiana State at one now, but like Drake is still what I've expected him to be. Like Drake has not been bad by any means. No, of course. Like Drake has been, Drake's been great. fine. Yeah, Indiana State has been so elite. Indiana State, Josh Shirts, like I know it's like been a pretty common theme and like throughout like college basketball media like they're all hyping up josh shirts but like he he needs a high major job he can win anywhere his offenses have he been beautiful for years that's what people d2 right? he's like, really stepping into his mark in d1 at indiana state um yeah obviously we alluded to the big matchup at michigan state coming up on saturday but yeah like robbie avila has been elite he's just like a insanely skilled big can, can shoot it can pass it um you have isaiah swope and ryan conwell two guards who have been really been efficient at scoring the ball like they they just have some solid guys aaron gray's back he hasn't been oh. playing a ton but like oh, that, that's a piece that could Ooh. they could see some more minutes as the season goes by and yeah, no you you're uh, valid number one I, I agree i'm i'm on i'm on board now too i was in roster just but like i Drake thought they were a little bit better last year but i was wrong uh, i yeah. think we both didn't yeah. think it was good but i think drake oh. is a clear two i don't really yeah, see how you clear. can have drake two unless you had more like they're uh, definitely closer to indiana state than anyone else bradley showed so much promise early he's been bad recently they've just not they they were playing truman state today and struggling early on too so um just i don't offensively they yeah that's what's happened um they can't score the ball i think bradley's gonna like not even be like in the top like five because there's a world where that happens unfortunately southern illinois like xavier johnson is like maybe an all-american i don't really believe in southern illinois like everyone else because xavier johnson is so good like they don't really have anything else but like exactly he's just been good enough how much do you expect him to carry in conference play now like could he do that? Like, I don't know. Like, could he carry them to a top three spot with that roster? Like, oh, I mean, he's I been doing know. that. Like, that's what he's been doing, like, all offseason. They're all – But uh, you got to do it for the grind of conference play on the like, road. Like, I mean, he's – I mean, he – I don't know. He's given him some decent-ish wins. Like, he's been – he's been yeah. so elite, though. Like, he he's, has been. Like, he's, he's been, like, a top – five point guard easily if not higher oh, for sure like he's been so good scoring the ball like at efficiency such a such good efficiency he's been also like an elite passer in like the the country too and like what a top three usage player probably in the country I he, mean, he's up, up there. there yeah i mean they don't have anything else besides troy diamico yeah. oh. rupert's been decent rupert's been solid say. good in the boards good defensively when they take him out of the game though yeah. it's ugly right away Jarrett <laughs> hensley is back though like he, he is he's eligible now which is okay. also significant um solid like yeah, four or five was a good recruit hasn't really panned out but like getting him eligible is big um then i think you have like kind of northern iowa northern i was um yeah I don't want to buy into them completely as much yeah, as I want to. I, I, I know agree. Cho is in like three, but like defensively, you M- just Missouri don't State's know. really good too. I like, think I, Missouri State is the team that like, people watch out for. Um, yeah, I mean, Missouri State one at St. Mary's. Great on both ends. They're big. They play yeah, deep. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely stronger defensive team in offense. Yeah, offense, yeah. they don't have outbursts unless, you know, they're very 
bipolar on offense, admittedly. Yeah. They'll have nights where they shoot the ball really well, though, yes. um, for sure. Yeah, they've had some – Austin Mason has been really good. Donovan yeah. Clay is good. NJ Benson has been uh, stepping into a big role, uh, big man down low. Sophomore's really turned into a good out. coach since I say mostly left. Like, he, he's been elevating talent. Yeah. He's been elevating rosters that I didn't think would be that good. Um, and, I mean, you, you still kind of have to give some respect to Belmont, too. I mean, they have the sophomore trio of Malik Dia, Jacoby Kate yeah. Tyson. Those three guys have all been so good this year. Um, even it's almost been a little went. bipolar, but they have shown flashes, yeah. which is important, you know, to, to see that they're capable of playing at that mm-hmm. level. Is I mean, they, they won at Northern Iowa by 20, so yeah, they annihilated them, so that's really good to see. Um, yeah, if they can have those games where they can play like a top three team in the conference, um, yeah. it just needs to be consistent and they need to do it on the road and yeah. things like that, so. UIC be- has been a little little up and down, but very strong defensive team. Yeah. UIC has Toby- been really down recently since the yeah. hospital. Toby O'Connor is like elite Bradley. on defense. Um, yeah, Bradley's still pretty solid. When you talk about Evansville too, like they've been and two, they've been winning. Uh, they ben play on. Um, they play Cincinnati next totally. game on the road. Um, that'll be interesting. They're gonna lose that one. Two ten and two teams. They, they haven't. They haven't. Yeah, <laughs> both teams have played nobody. But yeah. um, Valpo is like so bad. Um, Murray State's not. Murray State's and Illinois. They're weird. Illinois they're so decent. bipolar. You don't know. Murray what State Murray is like State. been bad, but like they have enough talent to where they could theoretically be good. They like mean, they beat Bradley. But then so, they lose to SMU by forty and look absolutely awful. Home, then, yeah. that, that game was a awful. that game was a big metrics win for SMU. They went up like eighteen points, road win. I thought Murray State man. was going to win. <laughs> no. They just look right. so bad. Well, yeah. Do you want to hit on the WCC and then call it there? Yeah, WCC. Gonzaga is definitely the best team. I mean, I think we can. I think you can say that now. Gonzaga hasn't really done a lot to They impress. haven't, but no one in the conference. Like they've been the WCC. Has but then St. Mary's just had that recent trip mine at Missouri State. They were I thought St. Mary's was turning a corner. I really did. I and, always think that too because they like and, and they beat Davidson by like a million like back then. But like, so, like they're back. Then they lose to like Utah and Boise State, which aren't bad losses, but like those are ones you, you want win. to win. Then they beat Colorado State. I mean, I think they're still like more back than not, but like you, you really would have liked to beat Missouri. I State. don't think Gonzaga is as far ahead of them as people think. No, but I, I don't. I think they'll probably because Gonzaga wins games they're supposed to, and St. Mary's hasn't yeah. so far. So I will say, San Francisco has Maybe. been up there. Like they are clearly the third best team and way closer clearly. to the top two than the rest of a bunch of this. They are. They are. Um, like, San Francisco offensively, I think needs to be a little more. Yeah, I just think of that Utah yeah. State game where they could not score the ball. They scored fifty three yes, points. That, that was that, that was one. But was they have they have an elite defense, and that's headlined by Jonathan Mogbo. He is probably one of my favorite players in the country. He is so good. Like, mm-hmm. he is so he get talked about enough man yeah but like, he doesn't I was, like i the analytics people were all over him including me in the offseason because his on-off splits from missouri state last oh, year he was awesome in missouri state. so drastic like they were so much better every time he was on the court he's an elite rebounder is a good passer for his size and then you 
Marcus Williams has been really good, like being the premier scorer. Mongolian Mike. I'll be honest, like, you might not solid. think about it, but like if there's a year, I mean now we say this every year, right? If there's a year where Gonzaga and St. Mary's look both extremely vulnerable, it's been this year. Um, mm-hmm. Usually it's one of them look vulnerable, one of them looks good. Both of them look very suspect, I think, to me. Even Gonzaga, yeah. even in games against I, I agree, Tom. I agree. I just think that St. Mary's has been like bad enough that like, Gonzaga just has to be the winner because they've been yeah. so like decent. What if San Francisco wins the West Coast Conference Tourney? I could see that happening. Like that, there is a world like, where I think crazy. that happens. Like, because Gonzaga struggles to score the ball on the perimeter, and what does San Francisco do? Great is defend the interior. Yeah. So Gonzaga is going to have trouble scoring the ball against San Francisco. I mm-hmm. I think they're they're not going to be as comfortable as they were against them in years past. Yeah. Speaking about San Francisco, just another note that Malik Thomas has been turning a corner. He was a little yeah, shaky to both, start. We both expected him to at some point. He's been really getting buckets now. Um, that's big. Mongolian Mike has been like decent. And just a bunch of role players after that. But yeah, they've been right there. Um Loyola Marymount and um Santa Clear player clear four or five, however you want to put it, and everyone else is bad in the conference. Yeah. Down here for a WCC, but still still gonna be a fun few teams. Um, also, San Diego has shown a lot of young ups. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they've been better than I thought there. they'd be. I, remember, I, I would agree with that, but bad. like, they they haven't been like I'm not like I'm not like in on San. Diego. Fact that they beat Arizona State oh, was pretty funny. I watched that game. That was yeah, Arizona State sucks, but like <laughs> yeah, Deuce, was... Deuce Turner's been good. I that was kind Wayne of guy McKinney I is gonna really been be that guy. McKinney, yeah, McKinney is been pretty solid as well um they had that one lefty shooter who's nice he's a white kid he's like a senior i, I forget his pj name. hayes yeah, yeah. PJ hayes. he's so entertaining he like stunts yeah, he after can, every three and shoots his can, thing at the really bench <laughs> he can really shoot yeah they have a good freshman class so that arizona definitely... state game was something else have you watched it no one did i know i did not watch that game <laughs> i did <laughs> that was that was a fun watch yeah, um, like they they have they have some they have a real future um with sure. like They're kevin Patton, um uh dragos uh lungu jimmy a lot and kayon kenji like that's a good freshman class jimmy a lot looked really nice i think he's yes. been nice for me over the most really really Patton. good uh interior big man mm-hmm. on the glass defensively so yeah any anything else uh, before we wrap up the podcast? Any other get back pod? You know, uh, yeah. reestablish kind of wrapping non conference season up, kind of painting the. There's a midway point. It's the all star conference season. I think much. we I mean, need to do. I think we need to do a top twenty five mid majors collab. I've been seeing too many lists that are just yeah. hurting my eyes, and you know, people are afraid to change up the lists. Yeah, who, a, who would who would be your top few team or top twenty five mid majors? So yeah, who would, um, who, who would be your like top few teams? Like, well, I see everyone has San Diego State still top like, three. Are, are we are we counting on Zaga? I mean, we typically do, right? We got. I'm to. not sure. Like, they're a shoe in at one, but like, I think they would. Well, FAU would be. Some people count Memphis. On, so it just depends on like what conference. I think you have to do it by conference. Like, it depends. Like. 
I'm, honestly, I would put Memphis at one. Then I put FAU Not, two. No, you you can't do it after the Arizona. After no. what happened on what day was it? After what happened on is, Saturday? I guess right now. Okay, fine. FAU, we'll FAU basically played at Arizona. It wasn't at Arizona. It was an Arizona crowd though. At Arizona's a stretch. It wasn't even close to home environment, but definitely a more of a leaning Arizona crowd. Um, FAU had nobody there. I don't know. They didn't have anybody there. It was a home crowd for Arizona. It definitely yeah. was. Um, not like I mean, not like a huge crowd there in general. Yeah, they um, should just play it at Arizona or right. like or like somewhere that people go to. I don't know, but oh, um, and then Memphis barely beat Vanderbilt. You, yeah, you so can't... I can't say that now, but I think by season's end, I'm going to. Like It'll be my... close. We'll we'll see. We'll but see. we'll see. I I think those are your top two though. Um, I think it's Memphis and FAU, then Gonzaga at three. Then in like the Mountain West teams, I would put New Mexico at four. Then I'd put Colorado State around there. Then I'd put I put Nevada pretty high. I'm very high on Nevada after what I saw. Needs to be somewhere in there. And then I put uh, I put Grand Canyon really high. Like yeah, I love Grand Canyon this year. Um, and then I put San Diego State like around nine or ten. Uh, and I think that's where they probably belong from yeah. what we've seen so far. Indiana um, State's probably a little bit after them as well. Yeah, true. Indiana State's in that ballpark. Um, yeah. St. Mary's will probably drop around there. Yeah. With how good. Good. Um, Akron's gone a little better, I think, from what I've heard. I, I don't, don't think. I mean, yeah, they've been like. Liberty's pretty um, high. Yeah. I still like Liberty enough, even though they've. Yeah. T- a little bit, but yeah, I still like them. Still metrics still like them. Charleston has really come on, unfortunately. Yeah, I think they're think they're still a little bit away from like really yeah, giving them like a ton sure. of props, but they're they're on the way back. There. That was a good win against St. Joe's for sure. Yeah, they they've been playing good recently. Um, I kind of liked them to win the conference. I think so, that's going to be a tough one. I like Wilmington still. I think Wilmington. Yeah, that's going to be a fun. Fun top group, but yeah, for sure. Any anything else though before we send this podcast That's it. out? To I think you, know, since you and Cho seem to like the collab on everything. I think we need to collab on that. So there you go. Essentially, so, um, but yeah, make sure to give us five stars if you're listening to this on the podcast platforms. If you're listening it to on YouTube, which as I mentioned is an option to listen on, and would be appreciated even if you're listening to this on the podcast platforms to so at least check out the YouTube. If not, that's also great too, though. Really appreciate anyone that's still been listening to this point. Um, Yeah, make sure to follow our social media accounts. Stay up to date on all the fun, interactive content that we're putting on mostly Instagram as well as Twitter a little bit. Um, Maybe TikTok soon. Uh, We'll have to get into TikTok lab. But yeah, I think that uh, wraps up the episode and we will maybe see you next week. Next week might be a little tough for me with how my schedule works, mm-hmm. but uh, that's fine. That's fine. We'll see you at some point sooner in a month, though. I will put that in words that um, we will we will not take as long between episodes as we did last time. So, yeah, that is the podcast. We will see you next time, whenever that is. <laughs>